The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you can always check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Today, we are going to dive down deep into talking about how to start making changes from a lifestyle standpoint. Now, where this stems from is that I have met with individuals over the last several weeks who have been frustrated, whether it be from their chronic fatigue, whether it be from their joint aches and pains, whether it be from a new health diagnosis standpoint, diabetes, cholesterol, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease that they realize they want to make changes they want to start being healthier and most of that has to deal with nutrition and what I find the most is that individuals come to me and they say I don't know where to start I know what I've done the last however many years and I want to start making those changes but I don't even know where to start And so that is what today is about. Today is to explain to you. And my goal is to have you leave with some bullet points and some action steps that when you are done listening to this, you have the ability to start making those changes in your life, but knowing more clearly and concisely what to do and how to do it. So that is ultimately my goal of today is figuring out how, if you have a desire today and you are listening and you say, I want to be able to make these changes. I want to be able to start living a healthier lifestyle. I just don't know where to begin. Today is your day. Today is your day to have those action steps that if you listen and you implement, today will be the first day that you have the ability to start moving towards a more successful, healthy life. Now, one thing I do want to address, so listening today you will likely think, what qualifies you? Me, you being me, Dr. Leanne Schluter. And yes, I have my doctorate of chiropractic. Yes, I have spoke in front of tens of thousands of people about health and wellness, hundreds of them uh, in the office. Yes, I have a functional medicine university degree in progress. So all of those things could qualify me for this. But what I will tell you more is that 
what what I feel like qualifies me the most is that I have had to make all of these changes personally. I was not in a household that when we grew up, we were more health-minded at all. We, um, we ate out. We had, uh, so it was just one that we never really put a focus on nutrition. And then uh, in high school, I was playing soccer two-a-days. My senior year, I decided not to play. And so I was still eating like I was, <laughs> I was still eating like I was doing two days for soccer. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so what I thought was really the freshman 15 when I went to college, looking back at pictures, really started my senior year and then was just really amplified when I was a freshman in, in college. So I had just gained a ton of weight. And, you know, weight is always an obvious one. You can you can see weight. You can't hide that like you can hide unhealthy cells. You can't see unhealthy cells. You can see weight. And so I realized at that point I should probably do something. But at that point, you know, I was in college. So I was doing things wrong. It's what I knew, though. It's what I thought was right. It was my my desire to be healthier. So I would do, you know, meals in a can or, you know, the like microwaved dinners that were healthier, quote unquote, healthier because they had less calories. And and that's what I did for a really long time. And, you know, I can't say necessarily lost a lot of weight. I didn't necessarily feel better. And so that was really discouraging. Well, when I started chiropractic school, I feel as if that's really what started my health journey is where I said, I want to be able to regain my health. If I'm teaching individuals how to be healthy, I myself need to be healthy. And that's why I started making those changes. And so that's just an aspect when you listen to this, know that I wasn't born and raised in a family that just taught me to, to be well. It's something that candidly, I truly had to work with to try to get to a more healthy place that I'm at now. And although I'm not perfect, it has been a journey that I have been on. I've helped my family through. I've helped individuals in our office at Greenwood Family Chiropractic through. So that is inevitably my goal today is figuring out what does that look like, regardless of who you are, what place you are at life, or inevitably what those health goals are. So my number one, my number one, it has to be number one. It cannot be number two. It cannot be number three. Um, because the other aspects and takeaways that you're going to have of number two and number three will not work. They are not applicable if you don't have this number one thing. And the number one thing is a big why. Big why, big why. What does that mean, big why? This is going to be different for every single person. Why? Why do you want to make this lifestyle change? You have to decide in your mind why you are choosing to make this lifestyle change. It doesn't matter. I could tell you the eating plan. I could tell you exactly what to eat. I can do all of the things. But when push comes to shove, if you say, hey, you know, I was in college. My big why was that I wanted to lose some weight. And then as I got into chiropractic school, I realized, you know, being more physically active with adjusting that those extra pounds really slowed me down. 
that I was really tired at the end of the day. And so that the adjustments that I gave maybe to someone at 745, I didn't have the same energy that I had at 6 p.m. when I was adjusting someone. And then as I got married, I realized I want to live quality years with my husband. I don't want I don't want quantity. I want quality. And what's going to build me that quality is how I choose to view my health and whether or not I put my health as a forefront or back burner. And then as I had children, I realized I want to be a role model for my kids. And not only do I want to be a role model for my kids, I want to be able to walk my kids down the aisle. I want to be there for college graduations. I want to be there to watch my grandchildren be born. If that is a blessing I'm that is I get, right? The, the, those are the aspects. Those are the things I want to do. And I realize that if I don't have my health, I don't have the ability to do that. Because here's what happens. When you say, hey, uh, say you just get diagnosed with diabetes, for example. You get a new health diagnosis, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, um, fatty liver disease. And we know that nutrition plays a huge role in those disease processes. When push comes to shove, if no one's watching and you don't have that big why, you're going to like, listen, you can have the ice cream sandwich. No one's going to know. Right? Like you can hide the wrapper. You can have the whole pizza. You can... You can do all the things, right? Have a jumbo ice cream sundae on your way home. Throw it out before you get there. But your cells know. And so when push comes to shove and you're up against this challenge, you have to think, what's my big why? And if that's not the purpose of it, then it's super easy to just go back into your habits and go back into your ways. It's because your big why isn't big enough. And for me, why I shared with you mine is because it doesn't have to be the same the whole time. You know, I have a loved one who recently got a cancer diagnosis. If I could just tell you how much her health has taken a, a, a number one priority because of the fact they want to be around to watch family grow and flourish and go through life together with their health, it has taken a forefront. And so the number one thing that you have to do before all else, nothing else I say today is going to be applicable unless you establish your big why. It has to be first and foremost. Why do you want to make those changes? And in five years, why do you still want to be living a healthy lifestyle? If that's not big enough, if it is something just as easy as weight loss, right? or superficial as weight loss, um, though it might be big to an individual, if it's just that, then it's really easy to be like, well, I don't care if I have a dozen donuts. Like five pounds is five pounds. But if you think, hey, that dozen donuts isn't just five pounds. That dozen donuts is something that continues to keep parlaying my type 2 diabetes that I can't feel my feet, that I can't see, then no, I'm not going to be able to walk my daughter or granddaughter down the aisle in five years. No, I'm not going to be able to retire and spend time with my significant other because I can't walk on the beach because I'm barely mobile. That's the reason why you have to look at. That's the big aspect because when you look at those things, I had um, a mentor years back who was diagnosed with stage four uh, glioblastoma. It's a brain tumor, very deadly brain tumor. 
and they gave him two months to live. And when I tell you he made changes, he made lifestyle changes and was, I mean, he was doing coaching calls and cancer consults literally from the hospital bed. Um, it inevitably took his life eight years later. So he went from medical saying he has two weeks to live. He lived an additional eight years. But was so interesting when he said, um, number one, the best cure for cancer is to never get it to begin with. And number two, people always question why I can remain so diligent at this Everyone's like, you're so strong. I could never. And he said, listen, nothing will ever taste as good as spending time with my family feels. And I'll never forget the magnitude of that statement, that nothing will ever taste as good as spending time with my family feels. And he put a priority. That was his big why. So you have to set that big why in your life or all other things are not important. Because when push comes to shove, it's not there. So here's what one mindset shift that I think is going to be the most pertinent. I was going through a functional medicine consult with a patient about a week ago. And she said, it's just so expensive. Eating healthy is expensive. And so we'll kind of touch base on some good, better, best aspects. What's the biggest thing to change if you're on a budget for meal planning? But here is the other thing that I have to see. I I can share with you my loved one who is going through this new unfortunate health journey. And not it's, not it's not a health journey. She's lost her health. She got a cancer diagnosis. And now health has moved to become that that priority, right? And the amount of money that is being spent. And yes, well, this is why we have insurance and insurance covers it to a certain degree, but it is still thousands of dollars and she doesn't have her health. And so she's doing all of this work to try to regain her health. And so my question and my aspect really um, comes back down to looking at, are you seeing these lifestyle changes as something that is an expense or something that is an investment. Because you're going to pay for your health at some point or another. Whether you say, hey, I am going to, to use this really cheap food, you know, but, but there, it's nutrient void and it's only building disease versus saying, hey, I'm going to spend a little bit more money on the front end of things to pay for the meats, the fruits, the vegetables, the good healthy fats to help feed my cells to stave off any of those lifestyle-related disease problems. It, it does. It makes my heart hurt so much. Though that being said, I truly see it as an investment in the health for my family and I. That is also one where I'm like, listen, if it's summertime, fall, spring, I'm going to learn how to garden because some seeds – even if they fa- even if I fail at it, right? Like a broccoli, I have learned that I'm not I'm not doing broccoli anymore. I don't know why I'm doing something wrong. I get it. I'm sure there's things I could fix. I will buy broccoli at the store, but the the bag of seeds for broccoli cost me like organic broccoli cost me a dollars fifty two dollars maybe. So, but now I have cucumbers that I'm not spending tomatoes. 
It's like, where can you, are there things in my garden that I can freeze and use later if I have an abundance of it? Just aspects like that where you're like, how can I make this more affordable? But regardless, we'll walk through that. I'm going to talk about the house. But if you don't make that mindset shift of, I view this as an investment in my health, I will tell you, if you look at your bank statement, this doesn't make friends. I don't say it a lot in person, um, but when I hide behind a microphone and a podcast, it makes it a little bit easier. If you look at your bank statement over the last 60 days, I could tell you exactly what you value. I could tell you exactly what you value. Is it groceries? Is it eating out? Is it cigarettes? Is it alcohol? Is it gambling? Is it shoes? Is it shopping? Is it, right? Like, what is it? What you spend the most on, right? Minus general like housing and shelter. What you spend the most money on. So if you ever want a really decent gut check, go look at your last 60 to 90 days of finances and see where you've put the most amount of money and evaluate that. Is that something that I can make that shift and change? Is it that you are, you know, you've got cable television packages and you have all of these streaming services? Well, then you value that. You pay for that. That's what you value. And so we can look at, we say, hey, we don't have a lot of extra dollars. Is there something in there that isn't going towards what your your goals are? And if it's not helping you move you towards your goals, then take it away. Take it away. And the other thing from the, the mindset aspect that I feel like is so important is establishing the fact that you have to embrace the journey. There are going to be some hurdles. There are going to be some times that are harder than others. It's finding someone who is an encourager, accountability, right? Sometimes accountability sounds more like someone who is uh, like reprimanding you for not doing right versus encouraging you and leading with you. Let them be. Sometimes it might be your significant other. It might be your best friend. It might be a parental figure. It might be a cousin. It might, like it doesn't, it might be a church buddy. It might be a coworker. Find someone who wants to be your encourager and stick with that person and talk every day and know that embrace the journey because there's going to be times that are hard and every journey looks different. Every journey looks different, right? Like my journey coming out of chiropractic school to regain like health and ensure my physical body was good looked a lot different than after having my third kid and trying to like put everything back together again you know it's just journeys look different in different spaces of your life and so once you establish that that's what I'm going to get into next is going through the hows how do you get started what are you looking for what are you looking at action steps we'll talk about it next you're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. I feel my heartbeat, hear my
Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, we are talking about how to make health changes, sustainable ones, real ones. I am so often inundated with individuals who have the desire. They want to make those changes. They just don't know how. They just don't know how. And so it comes to this aspect where we're stricken with the, we're inundated with almost too much information at this point, right? Like you can find anything on the internet. But to have applicable action and and steps and goals, so that this is my goal, is to say, when you're ready, I'm ready to get started. I want to do this. This is what we're doing. My goal is to lead you to this point where we said, number one, we're going to establish our big why. We understand that. Secondary aspect is then we look at how. How. Now, for some reason, I will give you this saying that I have coined that people either love or or they hate. There is no in-between. It's called good, better, best. I feel as if so often people don't get started with this because they think that they have to do best all the time. Like, I'm not going to get started. You know, we've got this birthday coming up or we have this holiday or we've got this celebration. And so I'm going to put off making healthier changes until next month. So for a full month, we still continue to keep doing things that are detriment to our health because of this one day or this one event or this one vacation or this one, right? When you're like, but you could have been eating healthier and making those better changes three weeks before that. It makes a difference. So we think until I can do everything at 100%, I'm going to do nothing. And I can tell you that if you view making lifestyle changes and starting to eat healthy and making these nutritional changes (laughs) as like a 100% or a 0%, you'll never get started And you're setting yourself up for 100% failure. There is no, I can tell you, we eat really clean. We eat really healthy. We're not perfect. And so in a good, better, best scenario, it's one that allows you to have a little bit of grace, right? Um, (laughs) A good example that I have recently, like we don't own a microwave at our house. We use a little mini convection oven to warm food up. Uh, There's another podcast for another day you can go back to listen to. Though, um, when we were camping more recently, we were kind of forced to use the microwave run. And, but I could cook healthier versions in the microwave. So it was like um, a breadless egg sandwich, right? Uh, Versus if we were to go out, you know, the different oils and the sourcing of eggs and all those things. So... In a good, better, best scenario, I don't, the best scenario is I don't use the microwave. In a better scenario, I'm cooking all of my own healthy food in a microwave, right? So, uh, so just kind of looking at that aspect. Hey, you go out to eat. You skipped the bread. 
Um, hey, maybe you didn't have the cleanest salad dressing. Maybe you know that that salad dressing has tons of sugar in it. Maybe it's your anniversary and you split a chocolate lava cake. Listen, that's not on any of the health plans. There's not one health plan that you will find that has a chocolate lava cake. But it was your ninth wedding anniversary, right? You're not eating chocolate lava cake every day. Good, better, best. Skip the bread. Have the lava cake. Make sure you have a salad with some healthy dressing on it. Good, better, best. When I go out, I can't control all the sourcing of it, but I'm not necessarily going to do a big pasta bowl. One, because it makes me feel really bad. Two, I know what it does to my cells in terms of gluten, insulin. So in a good, better, best, if we go out, I might not have a big thing of pasta, but you know, what's maybe I'll have some coconut crusted, what did I have the other? Coconut crusted snapper, I think is what I ended up having. Delicious. Was there sugar on the coconut? I don't know, probably. But in a good, better, best scenario, that's where we're at. Same thing. When you're looking at like, hey, you know what you should do? All organic, grass-fed, you know, in the best scenario, you're getting grass-fed, grass-finished beef and wild-caught this and organic fruits and vegetables and all the things, right? But you realize, hey, I'm feeding a family of five or six or seven um, or one or two. But regardless, you're on a budget on what you can afford from a grocery standpoint fair so in a good better best scenario is maybe your green beans aren't organic but you know what you just did you just fed your family a bunch of green beans and uh we got some gluten-free macaroni and cheese not dairy-free <laughs> i did steam up this is last night i did steam up a bunch of broccoli and i mixed that in there too so not only did they have <laughs> we had salmon green beans and they got macaroni and cheese but I also mixed uh, col- or, uh broccoli in the macaroni and cheese right like good better best is like the macaroni and cheese probably the most healthy could we have done without it absolutely but I've got little kids they enjoy it I mix broccoli in. it's like a win for mom and a win for kids good better best <laughs> you know like those are the aspects of give yourself a little bit of grace when it comes with it you know like we here's a peanut butter and jelly well we got gluten-free bread it's organic peanut butter and organic jelly is there still sugar in the jelly yes is it the best no do we do it every day also no but there are some times i just need to throw some food in front of my kids because they are bottomless pits oh my gosh right so though again it might not be your favorite when we're looking at a reality for long-term sustainability there has to be a good better best The secondary aspect that I want you to look at is a lateral shift where people feel that making nutritional changes isn't sustainable is when they get rid of things that they like. Let me give you an example. We really like to do movie nights at our house. The kids love it. But we don't do traditional movie nights necessarily. Like, is it still a movie? Yes. Popcorn that goes into the microwave. I share with you, I don't have a microwave. But popcorn that goes into the microwave is one of the most single-handed carcinogenic food that is allowed, right? We put this popcorn in this like plastic-covered bag with these synthetic oils with colors and, right, like it's just, it's just rough. So we don't do that. I have organic non-GMO popcorn kernels, take a scoop of coconut oil, throw in those kernels, they pop. I put some grass-fed butter and some pink Himalayan sea salt. Boom, popcorn. By the way, it is delicious. There's never any leftovers. (laughs) 
For soda, instead of doing soda, we do kombucha with the kids. Their favorite is this blue kind uh, that's colored with blue spirulina. Really, really healthy for the cells. So they get blue soda and popcorn with our movie nights. So it's like we're not doing movie nights. It's just a lateral shift. So it's one where I'm like, nothing. You get grilled broccoli for movie night. (laughs) Like, you know, like, listen, we're still living life. It's one that's wonderful. Um, there is uh, a company that makes an organic waffle mix. And so we do waffles. And then I have some stevia sweetened chocolate chips. My kids have chocolate chip waffles for breakfast. Though they are gluten-free, they are dairy-free. We just put butter on the top of them. They don't even care for syrup. So it's aspects like that when you think about. That's one of the aspects that I ask people when they come into the office, patients, team members, whomever, When they start making these nutritional changes and they start cutting out things that are not good for them, they know that they shouldn't be eating. One of the first things that I always ask is, what do you miss the most? And you know what we do? We figure out a lateral shift, right? Like you're just moving your hand over and choosing something different that is a healthier option. So you're not ever getting rid of it. You're just figuring out like what is a better option or a healthier option for whatever that is. Right? Like that's, those are the aspects of figuring out like what's the lateral shift. That is what ensures that making these lifestyle changes, these nutritional changes become sustainable. I have a couple more tips, more action oriented tips to help you regain health and sustain making lifestyle changes. And we'll dive down deep next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at Freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne. Today, we are diving deep into figuring out how to make real and sustainable lifestyle changes. You're just tuning in. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you can always reach out greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Now, we touched base earlier on breaking down the whys, establishing your big why, truly making a mindset shift to on how. How are we going to start doing this? And so I'm going to extrapolate more on that. Let's, let's dive down a little bit deeper. One thing that you look at when you say, hey, I'm on a budget is the first thing that you can change, the biggest bang for your bucks, are your meats and your dairies. The amount of sprayed grain that it takes to feed calves, cows, um, it almost concentrates those toxins in the meat. So whatever, first thing to change are your meats and your dairies. If you're like, I'm on a budget, I can't do all organic, first thing that you change is the quality source of your meats and your dairies. The secondary, when we're looking at fruits and vegetables, we've got the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. 
Clean 15 are the fruits and vegetables that are kind of what you would view as in the safer realm, right? They're not as actively sprayed, where the Dirty Dozen has the highest concentration of pesticides and herbicides in the food. And so I always think, well, we can always, if you look it up, we can attach on a list in terms of uh, the Dirty Dozen. I always just think if it has thin skin and it's sweets, that's where I kinda, it kind of falls on the Dirty Dozen list in mind. So I always think about like apples, strawberries, peaches, nectarines, grapes, pears, cherries, all in the Dirty Dozen. Ones that aren't are kale, spinach, celery, potatoes, tomatoes. All very thin though, right? Like you spray spinach a little bit. It's not like there's a thick flesh that keeps them. Like, whereas when you look at something like the Clean 15, you have avocados, right? Thick skin, hard to penetrate the flesh. Um, you have sweet corn, it's covered in the husk. Onions, lots of layers. Um, you have asparagus. Asparagus isn't good to eat. I mean, I like it as a human, but bugs are like, no, thank you. Give me all the strawberries. <laughs> so those are kind of the aspects when you're when you're looking at kind of the clean 15 versus the dirty dozen. If you're like, hi, I'm on a budget. Well, then listen, any any sort of like if you're doing it, for example, avocados, we get ours in bulk at a store and they're not organic. But I have better heart about that one is because why I don't have three dollars every time we want to eat an avocado when my family like gosh I mean we we eat so many avocados I'd have to pick up a second part-time job to be able to afford our avocado habit (laughs) you know so it's like well we just do I, I like the good healthy fats so we just do avocados that aren't necessarily organic um the other big aspect that I looked at is sometimes again we try to go all in I'm going to make every single change or I'm going to make no change at all and we're stricken with this fear that there's never the right time and know this there will never be a right time to eat 100% healthy (laughs) there will always be something but it's just you where you have to look is is how what does that look like how do you navigate through that and so knowing that if you fall off for one meal, doesn't mean you have to fall off for the day. Doesn't mean you have to fall off for the week. Doesn't mean you have to fall off for the month. Like there, I really like creme brulee. And so for our anniversary, my husband and I split a creme brulee. And you know what? I don't feel bad about it because I eat really great 95% of the time. And so I'm not going to guilt myself over a little bit of creme brulee. Like I'm just not going to, right? Are there worse options? Absolutely. A little sugary vanilla pudding. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> and there's berries on there too, right? <laughs> Probably not organic. But those are ones where, um, but make one change. Make that decision. And so when I first started this aspect of my health journey, I started, the first change that I made is I just implemented in smoothies. In the mornings, I made smoothies. I went from having breakfast sandwiches with like croissant egg sandwiches. Like I started making smoothies. And I'll tell you, I actually felt, (laughs) oh boy, I actually felt really bad when I first started doing it because what was funny is my blood sugar would tank because I wasn't putting in all this bread that would spike my blood sugar. So by the time I would get to class, 
you know, my my fourth year in grad school, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm going to pass out because my blood sugar was like, oh, well, we usually just dump in a whole bunch of insulin when you get up because you throw a whole bunch of, you know, carb-related food in me. So when I started with that, I was like, oh, goodness. So I like threw half of a banana in there to try to like get a little bit of more naturally occurring sugars as my blood sugar started to do a rebalance on its own. So that you know, but I was like, I'm going to do smoothies. And I committed to doing smoothies. And then I realized that, you know, the lean cuisines are thrown in the microwave. Again, not the best health option. So I'm like, I need to start cooking. And I had no idea how to even start. So what I did is I I went back to like old school recipes. And I made old school lists, you know, like by hand, we take like pen and paper. And your paper is usually like an old piece of mail that you jot notes on the back of that that's how we roll and you bring it to the store and I would say okay and the first time the first couple times I'm like oh my gosh I have to get what but then I would use that ingredient over and over again like tamari like I don't what I had to spend but tamari is like a a more natural soy sauce right so um but it lasts for a very long time so it cost me a couple extra dollars on the front end of things but then I kind of stocked up on those things so make those changes. And I started I started meal prepping. And then as I started meal prepping, I realized the older I became that some meals I could prep and I could double. One, I had to plan to prep those meals or else you go to the grocery store, you have a cart full, you spend $100 and then you have nothing to cook because you had a lot of things that could probably go together, but you don't actually have a plan. So even now, you know, as a mom, I say, okay, here's what we have. Here's the days that we're, we're home. Here's how many meals. And the first thing I always think about is, is this a meal that would freeze well, right? Like not all meals freeze well. And then what I do is if I can, I double that recipe because here's what's really awesome and great about that. When you double a recipe, it doesn't double the time, right? Like when you double a recipe, it doesn't double the time. So I'm going to double the recipe one. So now with monsters in my house, little monsters that eat everything, I can use one of that as leftovers as like a second meal um, or it's one that I can freeze it or say you just like make too much and your your family doesn't eat it or you don't eat it, right? Like I'm an individual person, it's just me and my spouse. Freeze it because then what happens is you're like, oh my gosh, we're running late for work. We got home from a long day of travel. Like those days that you're like, I am so exhausted. We don't have the time or the energy maybe to make something healthy at home. All you have to do is just dive into your freezer. So if that means you make extra burgers, you make extra salmon patties, you make a second batch of Asian turkey lettuce wrap, like you don't obviously put the lettuce in there, but you have the turkey and the meat and all the seasonings and stuff in there. Freeze that. Now all you have to do is just throw it and warm it up. Like that's your fast food. But you have to prep a little bit on the front end of things. So once you start that meal prepping and changing the first thing that you want to look at is is this something that would freeze okay and if the answer is yes double it because again too what I also found is that it's like a recipe calls for you know carrots I need three carrots well I can't just get three carrots at the store I have to get a pound bag of carrots I really have 12 carrots so now I'm actually utilizing more of the carrots when I double the recipe and again less goes to waste So I hope that makes sense, but you have to start looking at meal prepping. So choose those. I was sharing with an individual more recently, like if I was to take you as an individual and drop you off at the store and say, listen, you cannot use your phone. You cannot phone a friend. I need you to cook me three meals. Go. 
every single person could walk into that store and from mental memory, from muscle memory, go through that like mental Rolodex to be like, I'm going to cook you A, B, and C. We just know it, right? Like you don't have to measure anymore. Like we just know those recipes like the back of our hands. And so what's, what a struggle is, is when we say, hey, you can't, there's ingredients in there that you shouldn't be eating. And you're like, well, well now what? And you're like, well, you, we, have to, we have to renew this mental Rolodex. But that means that for the next three times you cook it, you have to look at the ingredients. You have to look at how much, what temperature, and for how long. And then once you get that one back in your mental Rolodex, it's so much easier. <laughs> It's so much easier. So that's where we provide you with more websites at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. So if you go there, you can look over and we have healthy recipes and you can scroll down and there are wonderful strawberry gelato, Asian turkey lettuce wrap, Dorito pie. Um, gosh, what's another staple that's in our house? Oh, there's this like cabbage slaw with cod tacos. Like that's probably one we do every two to three weeks. We do cod, wild caught cod tacos. We love them. And you know what? My 5'3 and my 1-year-old eat them too. Like it's just one. I had We had almond-crusted salmon last night with the, I told you, green beans and uh, macaroni with and uh, broccoli. And they, they all eat them. All five of us ate the same thing, 5'3 and 1. So it is one that it can be done, but it's prepping. You have to get that prep done because then that way it just makes it easier and you're not doing it, trying to get food and prep it at the end of the day. So now big takeaways. Three big takeaways of today. Number one, first and foremost, before all other things, you have to establish your big why. Why are you making this lifestyle change? And when push comes to shove, if it's uncomfortable, or it's hard, why are you going to keep up with it? If it's not forefront, there's no sustainability. Number two, good, better, best. Everything is not always going to be perfect. There are going to be some times that you slip up, that we make mistakes, that we just are put in situations that we don't know how to navigate through better. And in a good, better, best, you can either learning as a deterrent and as a setback, or you view those as a opportunity to do things better moving forward. And number two, that no, number three. So it's one, two, three. <laughs> so after two comes three. Uh, number three. Little consistent changes make a big difference. It's consistency. Little consistent changes over time are what make a big difference. You have to stick with it. There's one, there's not a time that you are going to go that you don't need food for your body. So it's what you're fueling your body with. And if you view this as your body and your health as an investment, then that's what it is. And so we have to just pour back into ourselves to realize that health is not by chance, it's by choice. And we have to work for those things sometimes. And so these are the aspects where I know you can do it. Allow us to be a resource for you at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Look forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on. Mm-hmm.